there were several influences in my early years. Uh, uh, the thing that got my attention when I first heard the Lefebvre's was the fact that there, there, there's, uh, there seemed to be more than just uh, just the piano as far as accompaniment was concerned. Then later on, there was a bass viol, and I could hear the bass the bass notes, and uh, and I like that. And there and there are two di- distinct sounds from the early. 50s and late 40s, and one of them is the male quartet with just a piano sound, which was a, a, a tad more of a pop a pop sound. It was it it, it showed a little, it compared a little bit more to what was going on over on the pop side, but also and and it was because Urias and and uh, Alphas came out of where East Tennessee and 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 playing string string instruments. The other sound was probably the early introduction to a little bit of a country uh, a country sound. Then you add Eva May's uh, piano playing on top of it. And also, probably a, probably one of the best, if not the best, technician, as far as playing is concerned, that's ever been in our field. And, uh, and then also, a soprano voice. She had a head tone and went clear up to a D flat or D or an E flat, you know, and uh, a lot of altos could sing, you know, A flats and A's and B flats, but not many of them could go up to the D flats and E flats. And and this bright sunshine in this voice, I mean, I was mesmerized. You know, I said, ooh, that is great. And also, uh, good pitch singing. They sang on pitch. I was uh, uh, I was a fan. And I... Uh, uh, and, and I guess I was always drawn to the three of them because it was different from the male quartets, you know, and I loved the male quartets, you know. Uh, I think that was an important thing, too. Maybe it's kind of like the Easters today. The Easters if they, uh, are, are just different and unique because it's a guy and two girls, you know. Right. You know, Bill, since I'm younger, I didn't grow up with the Caravan and with the Jubilee. In fact, one of the first songs I remember was, was um, the Hemp Hills. He's still working on me, and that was eighty-one, eighty-two. I mean, I, so you came on uh, really, really late, later, yeah, right? re- really late. I, I almost can say I grew up on the homecoming now, videos. Where were you born, Daniel? I was born in eighty-one. Huh. Yeah, um, but what I've heard Mark in these classic programs. It's been really, been really a good education for me. Um, Mark, Mark, do you, do you play any of the early Homeland Harmony uh, cuts, like "Waiting for His Return"? And uh, I've got that old time religion in my heart by Connor Hall and the Homeland Harmony. No, I really don't have uh, much of those. Um, I guess our earliest things we've done is really our early 60s, probably, mm-hmm. and uh, maybe some late 50s because I had a Lefebvre stuff. But I don't see I don't have any Homeland Harmony stuff. You know what? Jack Clark uh, has a complete anthology of all the early. They were a wonderful example of a great, of a great. Uh, it, it, it all, it's almost like a barbershop sound because they, they, they would pinch their tones mm-hmm. and uh, they would do barbershop harmonies. And the uh, the harmonies were tight and they were in tune. They were excellent. And another big influence, if I write the book on the history of gospel music, to me, I, I, think they, I think they were a big influence. I think the... Uh, uh, the old original Jordanaires, that's Money Matthews and Bill Matthews, some of that early stuff they were doing, uh, My Journey to the Sky. There's only one thing that I long for. It, it was just pure joy. Yeah. And the vocal band still does a lot of Jordanaires kind of things, 
like, well, satisfied, I'm satisfied. I mean, that's all stuff from the old uh, Jordan Earth days. And then another, I think, another big influence of the late 40s and early 50s was the Old Rangers Quartet when Denver was still with them. They weren't the most accurate singers, pitch-wise, but, boy, they were they were fantastic uh, 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 performers on the stage. And, of course, Denver had that great tenor voice. Mm. And... Uh, and he was awesome, but but if you want to really get into some of the early uh, the early history, that's important. Then I think Fred C. Maples and the Harmoniers on RCA. Some talk about just beautiful, close four part harmony. They were very good too. They were really, with both Bobby Strickland and Happy Edwards, and I got all of those records too. My mother used to go hear the Harmoniers a lot. I was born in '61, so. <laughs> she used to go see them in the Callaway Auditorium in Lagrange. Yeah. It was Lefebvre Trio and Harmony Ears and uh-huh. Well, see, all of that stuff was before you were born. And uh, there is a guy, Mark, if you're interested, over in North Carolina, Jim Sheets. Oh, okay. He has, uh, and he would, and he would get you a lot of the real early uh, recordings of of those uh, of, of those groups, the Lefebvres. And the Homeland Harmony and the Harmoniers and the Rangers were the most significant ones uh, before the Statesman Blackwood days. And then, of course, in the 50s, obviously, the Statesman Blackwood dominated a lot of it. Spear family, of course. Uh, 